Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon and welcome back to another episode of the Peak and Flow podcast. Today I'm going to talk about a simple subject, yet important, and it's how to spot an expert. Now, this, uh, I guess the idea for this podcast came from watching a reel on the socials of Mr. Lane Norton by Lane on Instagram, and it was actually him being interviewed, and uh, he talked about a really simple, I guess, concept that he would share with people to help them figure out what kind of information they would like to follow, because there is a significantly large amount of information uh, available to human race right now, more than the old Encyclopedia Britannica in the books, Um, harder to update back then, but either way, a lot of information, and so the idea for him of how to spot an expert actually came from when he interviewed a guy called Alan Levinovitz, and uh, Alan mentioned that the key thing, the key difference between spotting an expert amongst a lot of other maybe knowledgeable information providers, but spotting the expert was that they were unsure. Really, it sounds counterintuitive, but they were unsure. And this is a really beautiful thing to understand. So I'm going to pick it apart a little bit today um, and offer a couple of things towards the end of of either A, how yourself could move forward being in that subject matter expert, or um, when looking for information within itself anyway. So I remember when I first was like, okay, how do I do more social media content? What ends up going viral? And looking at that as a concept. Um, and one of the key things was it was divisive. So a lot of viral pieces of, of, of information, I guess, divided people. So it can shock, it could be black and white. And a really common marker for a lot of people that may have a decent amount of knowledge, but the way that they portray it, right? is that there's these sweeping statements, sweeping global general statements or fix-alls or be-alls or this is right, this is wrong. Uh, it's, it's, they make it easy as opposed to really allowing uh, simplicity to the nuance. Now, when we can make what is nuanced simple, that is exceptionally different from making it appear to be easy. So there is a simple and easier a worlds apart. They're not related, right? They look like cousins. They're not at all whatsoever. I had a conversation with my lawyer actually today. We're talking about um, one of the phrases he said is that a lot of people can commonly look for the easy way out. Um, and I was like, sort of. My experience tells me that they'll commonly look for a familiar way out. And that's one of the key things here is that when we're looking for information, how often are we looking for information that we are familiar with, that we relate with, that helps support our ideas? Now, I know there's a whole other conversation behind this around um, this concept of, I guess, an eco chamber. But really what we're looking at here is what am I missing? When we have this capacity, when looking for information and researching of what am I missing, how can I add that to what, I'm, what, what I can see and start to see our ideas as separate to us as the person holding those ideas rather than those ideas holding us. We have this beautiful space to be able to be open, to be able to see perspectives, to be able to see nuance and from there be able to really diagnose a potential problem, diagnose a potential issue by seeing the depth of the issue as opposed to seeing Seeing the surface level problem that the symptom maybe that someone's dealing with and then making sweeping statements that that's what's going to fix weight loss or happiness or anxiousness or whatever we portray the problem to be. And we've got to be careful to actually not be part of the problem um, 
in doing so of actually perpetrating the problem that we're pretending to fix. Interesting, interesting. So a couple of key things there is you start to see this sort of divisive language, this black and white, it's sweeping statements. The, there's a big difference once again between a cult-like figure compared to someone who has raving fans. And it's also it's also really interesting when we start to see this, we go, hang on a sec, what is the 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 fans or the community following a particular let's call it thought leader um what are they like are they open or are they just black and white as well it's just like nah that's it everyone else is stupid is it this type of language this type of posturing and status like hierarchy status of of power as opposed to a hierarchy status of competency right that two very different things now in looking at that, we start to see the opposite. We start to see an expert who may be tentative, who may almost sound unsure. They talk in probabilities, but they're very, very mindful of giving all-out solutions unless they have all the information. And even then, they're still tentative in what they're offering. And the reason being is that they don't know. They go, look, my experience tells me this. Um, however, it's going to have to depend on a couple of different factors. So, And one of those factors is what decision do you want to make if, you, if it's your problem? What are you wanting to do with this? So this uncertainty isn't on behalf of not having knowledge. It's on behalf of not knowing that Actually, no, it's on behalf of knowing there isn't a right answer. What is the best way forward given the information that we have right now? That might be a better way to think about it than what's the right approach. In doing so, we allow this openness and this attempt to be able to move forward and try things. And in that, we get the chance to learn and deepen our understanding of whatever we're facing, whatever our problem is as well. So it's this it's this approach of tentativeness, this approach of... Um, certain uncertainty on behalf of progress not on behalf of no action it's it's a really sounds almost like a small subtle difference but it's a really really important difference to be able to have this sort of breadth of understanding of like well firstly what am i missing what can i see then what am i missing right and given that does that change any information that i now can can see or think or consider um, and given that, is this going to continually change moving forward? Now, I understand that I'm talking in global or general terms. I don't have a specific example here. I'm saying these are the types of questions that we can ask ourselves to be able to see more than what we're currently seeing. And in doing so, the more that we see, the more that we know, the more we realize we don't know, this is where your experts end up lying. And it's because they, in simple terms won't take a one-size-fits-all approach. It, it's, it can't, but there's a probability for sure. And the, this is it goes back to the conversation where I'm like, as a coach, and then think about it for whatever other career that you've got, but as a coach, don't worry about being a good coach. Don't, interest you, don't worry about it. Don't interest yourself with that. Focus on being an experienced coach. Good is subjective. Experience is this continual development, continual moving forward, and continual contribution to a particular industry or space. And that's what I'd really encourage people to do. Meet yourself where you're at and continue to walk down that path. And that's how you continue to contribute as long as you continue to give as well. Because so much of the information and amazing information, I've paid thousands of dollars of my education, but also I've either been given a book or maybe you know bought a book for 30 bucks that has been profound 
in the way that I think and then therefore in the change that I make within my communities as well. So there's, there's, I, I remember one of my clients, so one of my clients, he's a senior um, ex-international gymnast and in the early days of funk, I wanted to learn how to backflip and he gave me his time. He just gave it to me. He's like, well, there's, I, there's no point taking this to the grave with me. You may as well have it. You may as well share it. And I remember that because it was this idea of going, if I'm attempting to hoard information, what am I doing that on behalf of? Because when I die, it either goes with me or I've had the chance to share it and other people benefit from it as well. So with that approach, what I'd offer you if you're, and speaking to different people and different individuals that are in a position where they're like, I don't know if I want to do this, like start a podcast or blogging or, you know, sharing my ideas or whatever the case might be. It's like, if you've got stuff to share, start sharing. Don't wait till you're the expert. And that's an important thing because there's the skill of communication that comes from continually communicating, continually writing, continually talking. But there's also, you just got to meet yourself where you're at and then help other people meet themselves where they're at. So there's people that a younger version of me would have suited better to coach and to train that now I wouldn't suit to coach or train. So there's different people now that I suit that it's a good fit for me at my stage that to coach or train, but won't suit me again in the future. And so I guess in the the roundup of this whole subject is going, it is okay not to be an expert and still share as long as you're on the journey of unfolding as you go through and you share that. Like it's, I mentioned this on a previous podcast, it's okay to be wrong. Just admit it. That's really important. And on that note, team, I'm done. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in. If you found this podcast beneficial, it would mean the world to me if you'd pass it on to someone else that you think would also find it beneficial. Uh, if you haven't already, you can uh, you can find out more about uh, our retreats and our events in the show notes as well as get a copy of my book, Mining Yourself, anywhere online um, or anywhere else those books. Otherwise, I'm done. Until next time, peace and pizza. I'll see you soon. Bye.